Hello and welcome to the Sales Talk Series from Novell's Enablement Team. I'm Randall Barch, the Solutions Enablement Engineer for End User Computing Solutions. What we cover in this series is how you can use nearly anything that's happened in the press or world of technology as a reason to start a productive conversation with your customers, partners, and peers. Welcome to Novell Sales Talk. This is Randall Barch, and with me today I have Tracy Smith, who is the product manager for Novell Conferencing as well as Novell Teaming. Hi, Tracy. Hi, Randall. Let's talk about conferencing. First of all, tell me briefly what it is and when it's going to be available. Yeah, you bet. Novell Conferencing is our next-generation web conferencing tool. We're very excited about it. It comes as a result of a new partnership. It's going to be available at the middle of this month, so May 18th is the current release date. And it's something that's just very, very simple, and we're just really excited about adding it to our collaboration portfolio. Okay. I'm a salesperson. I'm going to talk to a customer that's either a Novell customer already or they're not. How am I going to give them the elevator pitch? Yeah, I mean, the key things with conferencing is most people that we find are actually using some type of a tool today. You know, that could be WebEx, GoToMeeting are probably the most prominent ones. You've got Lotus Live, you've got Adobe has decent offerings. And so many customers are quite familiar with this and they're using some form of it today. If they're not using it, it's often because it's too expensive. Most of those products that I mentioned, their retail price is between 4 and $450 a year for the base level subscription. It's a service that's pretty well understood. The market trends, there's a lot of growth that's happening here. And the value that we're providing is something that's very, very easy. It's all browser-based, and it's very inexpensive compared to those core competitions. So uh, we think that we've got a lot of great opportunity here, and we're pretty excited about it. So the elevator pitch would go something like Novell Conferencing is a very simple to use, very easy to get into web conferencing solution that's much cheaper than the competitors. Better said than me, correct. <laughs> So let's talk about the opportunity for our salespeople, the Novell partners, as well as Novell's own salespeople. Why should they sell Novell conferencing? We think that the sales cycle and the understanding of the product will be short and the understanding is strong. Like I said, many people are using this already. As you may know, we're releasing as a hosted service initially. So it's not a situation where they have to install product into their existing data center or um, IT environments. They're able to leverage this very quickly and very inexpensively. We'll be providing an on-premise later in the year, but initially it's the hosted. And so for our sales folks and for our partners, they can sell this just like any other product, even though it's a hosted service. The way that the discounts work, the way that things work through the channel can be sold just like any regular product. We're working to do some really nice integrations with Novell Collaborative products. So our instant messenger that's there, Novell Teaming, Novell GroupWise, not only is it just really simple to use and inexpensive, but there's going to be some really nice tight integrations that are very attractive for those customers who are using Novell Collaboration tools. Yeah, I like that a lot. I'm already using a beta copy, and I use GroupWise Instant Messenger, and I can just go to Tracy Smith, for example, right-click on your GroupWise Instant Messenger avatar, and then choose to start a meeting, and boom, I've got a Novell conferencing meeting. It sends you the URL, and you click on the URL, and both of us are sitting there able to share my screen with you, able to share a whiteboard, and I'm able to share slides with you, and so forth. Yeah, exactly. In fact, we just got through having a series of analyst meetings this week. And one of the things that we are finding in people who are using conferencing internally is the nature of using conferencing is significantly enhanced as compared to some of these other tools that are out there. You know, internally, we use Illuminate. 
And most people who are using that when it's associated with some meeting or some event and they get scheduled well in advance, I find that conferencing is being used all the time, ad hoc, as an extension of an instant message, like you said. It brings a new value proposition to the table that a lot of these other tools in the market today don't really speak to very well. Okay, let's talk about going in to talk to a customer about this or calling up a customer. What's a good opportunity and what's a bad opportunity? For good opportunities, most people that we talk to, they're dissatisfied with the cost associated with the tools they're using today. They're dissatisfied with the fact that they often involve a client of some type. And so if you host a meeting, the meetings often don't get started for 10, 15 minutes while you're waiting for all the participants to download the software. We're already seeing significant interest from customers that just because they've heard that this is so simple and easy to use. And so usually people are looking to reduce expenses or simplify the process or provide a higher level of collaboration within their peers or within a peer group, not necessarily all the employees, but within a group of key people. Not a good opportunity is probably somebody who doesn't use conferencing significantly. Maybe uh, travel is not a key component of their business model, so they're not looking to save anything from a travel expense. Uh, they don't have existing high conferencing expenses. Or maybe they are using a conferencing tool and they need a higher fidelity experience in conferencing. So it's worth that extra expense. Again, those are usually associated with a particular training type scenarios. We could pull some qualification questions out of that for our listeners, such as, what do you use today for a web conferencing solution? They might say things like, we just let all our our employees choose something. Some are using WebEx, some are using this. Speaking about that one specifically, is there any value to going to one unified corporate conferencing solution? There can be. I mean, because people are leveraging existing systems, they may not even be aware of how much they're spending Mm -hmm. because those expenses are often hidden with the individual, you know, in the case of Novell P cards or individual expense reports. Standardizing on a system for their organization not only can bring a level of simplicity, but also reduce those costs and help them manage those costs. Mm -hmm. Would Novell conferencing really appeal to the early adopters or to the kind of customers that are more cautious? Well, it really could be a combination of both. I don't know if it has a particular appeal to either one. Mm -hmm. The nice thing about this solution is it's all browser-based. I already mentioned that there's not really a client to download. The only exception to that would be if there's someone sharing their desktop. But the ease of use is what makes it such an attractive option for people. I don't know if that's necessarily focused on early adopters or those who have been using it for a while. I think those who have been using it for a while, in reality, they're probably well aware of the shortcomings, and those are probably the ones that are the biggest opportunity for us out of the gate, to be honest. Let's talk about Novell Conferencing versus the competition. Give our listeners just a brief understanding of the playing field. Can you tell us a little bit about where we stand out as compared to where our product is going to catch up? Yeah, so the definite strengths, um, I put it in three categories. It's ease of use. It is just extremely simple. It is all browser-based, and the options are simplified, and they're minimal. So you really don't have a ton of options to be choosing from and have to ramp up on. Uh, Most of the people that I've worked with, they're either quickly ramp up themselves, or it just takes a couple of moments, and, oh, this is how I do this, this is how I do that. It's very, very simple. That's extremely attractive to people. Cost is also the second thing, uh, or a top issue. Most of the options that I mentioned, WebEx, GoToMeeting, Lotus Live, Adobe, they're in that $400, $450 retail price. 
our entry level is a quarter to a third of that at $120 retail. So the cost is very, very appealing. And then our integration story. Mm-hmm. So the ease of use, low cost, nice integrations, those are very, very strong value propositions that we're bringing to the table. You mentioned price, so that's per user? That is per host named host. So I get a subscription. It is my room. It's just like my email account. It's just like my instant message account. It's attached to me. Mm-hmm. And I can use that as much as I want in the course of that subscription. The only limit is the number of people who can participate in the meetings that I host. No cost for an administrator of your account. That's correct. Or is there any administration that needs to go on from a customer's point of view? When customers buy a series of subscriptions, let's say somebody buys 20 or 50 subscriptions, uh, there's an administrative console that somebody will go in and manage those subscriptions. So we may have a company of three, 500 and purchase 50 of those. Somebody would need to go into that administrative console and divvy out those 50 subscriptions to the appropriate people. Tracy, are there any things where Novell Conferencing needs to do a little catch-up over the next number of months or years? Good question. So the things that we're weak on is a lot of people expect to have uh, strong telephony integrations with the conferencing experience. And we don't have that. We have a simple video conference, a simple voice sharing through the computer using voice over IP. Uh, We don't have interconnectivity with uh, a phone system today. We always refer to that as telephony. That's on the roadmap. That'll be addressed later in the year. When you set up your conferencing room, you can identify a phone number that can be called into, but that phone number and the discussions on that line are not part of the meeting if you wanted to record the meeting, for example. The other thing, too, is because it is all browser-based, and this is usually something that um, is easily adjusted to, there might be a slightly slower refresh rate because everything's browser-based. There's not a local client. And that's probably the key thing is that people will find out is the telephony is not there. And the web experience is just a little bit different. Illuminate some of these other tools because they're client-based. The fidelity of the experience is a little greater. We're working on that. That will be improved. But I think once people, and I put myself in the same category, once they start using it, they learn the little ins and outs. It becomes a very effective tool. I use it for all of my customer presentations, all my analyst presentations, and it works very, very well. When this is released, will the experience be the same in North America, in South America, in Europe, in Asia, in Australia? No, that's a good question. So today there are data centers within North America and some redundancy within Asia-Pac. So our North America customers would definitely see a higher fidelity experience. We're working with our partner to bring up data centers within uh, Europe, also capacity within Asia-Pac. And that will happen, we expect, within two to three months of release. And that will improve any experiences uh, for customers in those regions. Now, just because the data center primary one is in North America, we've had different reports from customers regarding uh, any latency issues. The, The presentation is always heard as being very positive. Desktop sharing is something where there might be seeing some latency. If people see a, a lower level experience, it's typically in their usage of the voice or the video um, in some of these other regions. And there's some things that, that can be done to improve that, but that's what we're seeing typically right now. Is there anything else on the radar that's coming? Yes, um, a couple of other things that we're working on is today you can do desktop share, but that will be enhanced to enable an application share. So if you just want to share a portion of your screen or a specific application, that will also be addressed uh, later in the year. And then uh, remote desktop control, that's something that's not there. We get a lot of requests on, and that's on the roadmap as well. Okay, let's remind our listeners when they can start selling Novell Conferencing or when to start shipping. 
start having the discussions today. If anybody listening to this wants to have an account, if they're hearing this before we've released, just send me an email at trsmith at novell.com. I'll ensure that you get account. I'm in our beta area, but it ships on May 18th. And so we hope that that date you'll have all the material that you need. And there'll be 30-day trials that will be available for customers and others to use. Well, they'll be able to experience conferencing for 30 days for free and hope people take advantage of that. Our release date's May 18th, and, and we're looking forward to that and hope we see a lot of success there. Well, that's great, Tracy. Thanks for speaking to our listeners today. My pleasure. Novell Sales Talk is brought to you by Novell Inc. You can send us feedback at salestalk at novell.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time.